And I'm Jay Reef. And today, Jay, is the first of two horror movies you'll be joining us for in our mm-hmm. Halloween a thon. Halloween a thon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, uh, your other movie is uh, is The Shining, which is just undeniable, is 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 incredible. Is yep. so many things that we will talk about um, very shortly. But uh, your other movie. <laughs> I, I let the audience pick. I, I, I've chosen a couple of these, but other than that, I let everybody choose one or have yep. asked people who I know, like Ava, Ava's going to come on a couple of these because I know that she will pick Halloween and Scream. And so I don't need right. to. <laughs> um, so why did you pick your first movie, Saw? Um, because I haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> right. I, okay. Because I wanted to. Yeah. Um I think the only the only Saw film I've seen other than this was Saw Five. Um, and Saw Five is the one with the healthcare. I don't know. It's the it's the one that ends with the guy getting crushed. Oh yeah. Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do yeah. do do. Do do do. As as I think the other guy sinks down. Yeah. Yes, Agent Stram, played right. by Scott Patterson, who has right. recently appeared in the movie Con Man. Okay. Starring Armin DeSanti, <laughs> Mark Hamill, <laughs> Talia okay. Shire, Bing <laughs> Rames, James Khan. Okay, I said this is a joke, but... <laughs> <laughs> America's most creative criminal. The story of Barry Minkow, a young charismatic businessman who becomes a wealthy CIO, CEO by lying, cheating, and stealing his way to the top. Okay. Fair enough. So this is your first time watching Saw. I it think was. um I saw I saw Saw as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um I bought you the saw, DVD. Saw. I saw, 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 saw. Okay. <laughs> I bought the DVD. I thought, wow, mm-hmm. this is incredible. And then I bought Saw Two because I thought, wow, they're gonna there's there's eight of these. And then yeah. immediately Saw Two was bad, and I thought, oh no, <laughs> no, uh, this stops now. So um, I only owned two um, Saw DVDs as a kid, mm-hmm. and now I got rid of both of them. Saw Two because it's bad, and Saw because I upgraded to Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, I don't know how you feel about it, but it's desperately low budget, 1.2 yeah. million budget. Yeah. You can feel that. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but then there is that lightning in a bottle thing of mm-hmm. the music. Um, Lee Winnell's performance, actually, I think is great. Not 
somebody else's performance, which we'll get to very shortly. Uh, but I think Lee Winnell does a very good job. Um, I think Danny Glover's fun in this. <laughs> the um, then it, and then uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, like when it comes to script, mm. it's just a they, it's just an incredible twist, an incredible story, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 obviously just has some of the most iconic horror moments of the past um, 50 years even. Yeah. Um, and of course led to something that I don't think anybody, anybody could have ever, ever imagined with the ongoing Saw legacy. Um, so let's talk about James Wan. Let's talk about Lee Winnell. So mm-hmm. they're, um, they're just lifelong friends. They both come up with yep. um, the story. Then Lee Winnell writes the script. Then James Wan directs. I don't know whether it's a Coen Brothers situation, whether yeah. in actuality uh, they all helped a little bit. But James Wan obviously goes on to be um, a bit of a horror maverick's a strong word. He's very big. Yes, that is. He true. is. He's... So he makes Saw, mm-hmm. Dead Silence, which I is. Death Sentence, which I haven't seen, which mm-hmm. is a detective with Kevin Bacon film. Uh-huh. He made a movie called Doggy Heaven. Oh, that's a short. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, then he gets he gets budgets. That's this is the big mm-hmm. this is the big thing, and and also I think shows a great level of craft. Mm-hmm. He does Insidious, Conjuring, Insidious Part Two. The Conjuring Part Two, um, and most recently *Malignant*, which are all very, very, very enjoyable. You, you've also forgotten the. Oh the no other... no no! I'm going to talk about. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> that's his horror lane, and repeatedly oh, right. he's making these horror movies. But then also, he makes *Fast and Furious 7. Yeah. Which I think people give him tremendous credit for because this is the one where Paul Walker dies halfway through. And the yeah. fact that that isn't the worst movie ever made, I think people were just like, give James Wan all the money. He makes, he takes all that money to make The Conjuring 2 and mm-hmm. then makes the pilot for MacGyver before making Aquaman. Yes. Now, Which I, is I basically a spiritual Aquaman. reboot of Saw, apparently. No, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen Aquaman, Jay. Can you yeah, tell neither. me? Never, never. I've just seen bits, and it sounds hilarious. Probably give it a try, but then also, yeah. why would I? Why would I? <laughs> yeah. Why would I? You know, why would I? Mean, I you're such it? a DC fan, Tom. I so. love, I love DC. <laughs> I, I am. Um, there is, there are moments in my life when I end up talking with children. Um, somebody will just clip that. Um, <laughs> And they have like gotten into Batman mm-hmm. and they're talking about how cool Batman is. And I realize, oh, wait, I sound exactly like this now. Because when it comes to Batman, yeah, you, I, I love Batman so much. Right. I, I love all Batman. <laughs> it's like me with Spider-Man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I just love all, all Batmans, specifically... Specifically, Batman 89 and Batman Returns. I'm a huge Tim Burton mm-hmm. fan, and so those two mm-hmm. just 
like a lightning to me, uh, especially Batman Returns, uh, which is the best Batman movie and uh, just is, is undeniable. Nine lives. Um, <laughs> uh, that wasn't a reference to the Kevin Spacey, Christopher Walken movie, Nine Lives. Was, oh, um, you got to be a cat to make yourself a better husband. I don't want to be a cat. Tell me exactly what you think about me being a cat. What if I was a cat? Wouldn't that be appalling? Wouldn't that be terrible? Some uh, Kevin for you there? Because I know you all want to be. So then we get Saul. Yes. The original short film mm-hmm. is not what you'd expect. You watch the first 10 minutes of this and you're like, oh, this, this must have been the short film. And then they've managed, got the budget to re to make it feature length. But actually, yeah. the short film is the bear trap, is the bear trap sequence. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. on the Blu-ray, and obviously, you know, it, and it's quite close in, in certain ways, yeah. and, and all the elements are there. And um, just the elements, well, actually, speaking, speaking of Kevin Spacey, I don't think it can be underestimated the effects Saw has on this movie. No, Seven, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of Seven in this, it, actually. Visually, narratively, mm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a version of this movie presumably, where it's just them in the room and they're going through the game. Mm-hmm. The whole Danny Glover subplot, which I do think works, yep. is just Saw. Is literally, sorry, oh my God, it's literally just Seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was actually thinking that whilst watching it, because did we do Seven on the podcast? We did Seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it really reminded me of, of like those... 90s thrillers like detective crime dramas like seven and stuff like that there's the scene where dina well, there's well, there's there's a couple of scenes back to back one of them is a, is one of my favorite single minutes and probably my favorite trap which is the candle the candle game and there's a bit where dina meyer from starship troopers is going he's talking and it's literally mm-hmm. just when like morgan freeman is like um philosophizing and he's going <laughs> she cut off her hand to say, uh, or it's it's when he's it's when they it's when they're like speeding up near the end and they find yeah. uh, pride, and they're just like going through the motions now. And he goes, <laughs> uh, he cut off her nose to spite her face, and it's just like <laughs> we're just going through it. Come on, just get to detective. Um, <laughs> and there's a bit where Dina Meyer's going, yeah, no, he made them watch. He made them watch, and she's doing all this exposition, which I think works. Because it's mm-hmm. obviously wonderfully interesting exposition and quite terrifying, um, especially the candle. Let's talk right. Let's talk about these traps then, because that is the right. whole thing we saw. Yeah. Well, ignore the main room trap for a moment. So the trap, yeah. the traps beyond the main room, which is this sort of huge big game, mm-hmm. where he's you know that that's his masterpiece. He really took his time, <laughs> and we'll get into. Uh, what, what Jigsaw did um, bit by bit. But we get the um, this barbed wire maze. Mm-hmm. How does one get out of a barbed wire maze? Obviously, the more um, you struggle, the more the yes. barbed wire entwines. Yes. But a couple of these... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, a couple of these you just can't get out of. Yeah. Especially, I think... Like from what I've seen, the further you get into the series, it's a bit like you, you've got to yeah. be pretty uh, 
there's no <laughs> chance. There's no. Yeah. But then it comes down to, I mean, there's the brilliant Your Movie Sucks where they go through every Saw movie and they're like, and he, and he spends, yeah, he spends a that. wonderful amount of time just going, no, you can just do this. <laughs> um, but the. Oh my God, actually. Um, wait, I'll try, I'll note it down, remember. Note it down. And the, so when it comes down to, and then also it's just like desperately uneven from one to, from one to one. Like mm-hmm. the bear trap is arguably the worst fate of them all. Oh yeah. But it's really the easiest get, well, no, it, well, when it comes down to morals, I guess that's well. a more difficult thing. But yeah. like you have to cut someone off. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe I'm a cold-hearted bastard. But yeah. like that's a lot easier technically than you know yeah. burning alive or whatever. Or... Yeah, that one was bad. Also, but, there's just like no way you're gonna find that combination. No, no, that one's that's just screwed. <laughs> like there's no way out of that. The thing is, if I was saw, I'd be such a little bitch and I'd be like. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> just like make that the combination. <laughs> Me too. Oh, zero, make zero, it his zero. birthday. Yeah, make it his birthday. <laughs> all your life, you've all, all your life you've forgotten other people's birthdays. Now, can you remember? It's it, you know what it should be. It should be the John Mulaney, Bill Hader SNL sketch of what's mm-hmm. that name? Where it's like, um, Brad's your best friend for twenty years. What's the name of his girlfriend? <laughs> hey, you. It's like, you've forgotten birthdays all your life. Now you have to remember your girlfriend's birthday. As I, as I, as I said many times, I think on this mm-hmm. podcast, if it wasn't for the fact that my ex-girlfriend's birthday was Christmas Eve, I would have no mm-hmm. chance. I don't remember I... my family's birthdays. Neither. I Neither. can't do any birthday. And my I friends don't... get annoyed. Yeah, same, same. I can't remember anyone's. Uh, I can only remember my girlfriend's now because I was like, <laughs> she's going to kill me. It, I'm going to remember this. Like, yeah. My friends will get annoyed at me and, 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 and they'll go, Tom, what's my birthday? And I go, I don't know. And then they'll just go, <laughs> January 13th is yours. And I go, okay, great. You know my birthday. I can't. But then I do myself no favours because yeah. then I'll go, Rain Man won Best Picture in 1986, directed by Barry Levinson, who also won Best Director. Like, like, so I just don't help myself in any way. Yeah, yeah, I'm horrendous. I I don't even know how old my uh my. my... <laughs> I think I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't. So this I, is the thing. I think my brother has been like 30 for ages. <laughs> like literally, people will say, "How young is your sister?" or "How old is your sister?" and I'll go, "She's two years younger than me," and I can't even do that math on the top of my head. <laughs> I go, I have to go. Uh, she's two years younger than me, and then they'll go, mm-hmm. "So she's 19. and I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, she's nineteen. <laughs> I'm just terrible. I am a bad person, mm-hmm. like like Jigsaw, or is he a yes. bad person? No, I'm going to talk about. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a, a bad person. <laughs> This is what I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this now. Um I think I put it in change. It's here. When Kerry Elwes tries to say with a straight face, technically he's not really a murderer. Yes, he is. Let's just just get that straight. He didn't kill anyone himself. Yeah. If you kidnap somebody and put them in a well, they're not gonna do you for kidnapping, they're gonna do you for murder. If you then fill that well with barbed wire. (laughs) 
<laughs> and like and like broken glass and go you've hated wells all your life you do you know <laughs> you know that's a murderer yep oh, i do like that they have the inkling of the amanda thing here of when when Danny Glover, the worst therapist in the world. I know he's not a therapist. I know he's a detective. Mm -hmm. When he's just like, do you, th do you think she? Do you think he helped you? <laughs> it's like, yeah. This film yeah. was actually hilarious. Oh, it's a very funny it movie. It's very funny. I think there's a version of this <laughs> where, well, I don't know. I think that's part of its charm. But yes, then also, when it comes to like the final twenty minutes. <laughs> And Carrie Elwes is doing his Jack on the edge of the raft performance. I've got to get help. He keeps doing the Jack voice. And he's like, I've got to, I've got to. When all, so this is, when all this is over, Rose, I'm going to write a very strongly worded letter to the White Star Line. He's doing that performance. When he's doing that, which I think works because of the extreme blood loss and the makeup. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, the makeup then, was a bit much. The makeup was a bit much. It was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I know he's lost a foot, but he's a ghost. Yeah. I think that final 20 minutes works exceptionally well. And that the minute weird. that music comes in, and again, I loved it. And then when I think as I as I will stand by him, Lee Winnell is great in this movie. And mm -hmm. obviously, Tobin Bell is just extraordinary. We don't even really get that much of him. No. Thank we don't need that much, to be honest. No. We get just the him voice. standing up, like, yeah. and, like, right. breathing the air. It's iconic. It's, yeah. And then he's, he's, he's like this birth of Jesus moment. He's like, yeah. oh. And then he final, the keys of the best of. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the right okay so if you if you pull up one string then it all comes tumbling down but just that final moment then the cues in the bathtub so the game's over just needed one person to cut mm -hmm. their foot off and then he's like the cues in the bathtub go over there <laughs> so what? yeah i i, I, that's I mean I, I think i think like I think it it probably needed him to cut his leg off and then also um freaking oh the key to the door yeah and that yeah and then there's also like the the stuff of michael emerson which i think well zap which i think like was probably also like part of the criteria for finishing i guess so jigsaw's whole thing i mean we can we can pass it off as as um like medical delusion medical mm -hmm. a, a medical delusionality because of this brain tumor and obviously you know it has led to these this deep hatred mm -hmm. against people who aren't taking the most uh, taking you know enjoying life and all that yeah. um and and is different um his different sins, quote unquote, that he that he goes against vary also, which we'll talk about. But the it is a just a, an intriguing concept. I I you know, and they sort of play up the the brain tumor of it and have mm -hmm. have it passed off as oh he's insane. But then an insane man couldn't pull all this off 
Well, no, they, no, could. No, no, they no. could, obviously. Yeah. Um, but there is a tremendous amount of work here. And I think there is a... Obviously, it's completely unbelievable and for everything to work as it does and all that, blah, 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 blah. But when you're in it, you just you just go for it. You go for it entirely. Yeah. And Kerry yeah. Elway is really good. You know, to, to beat a disease, you have to understand it. You have to admire the perfection of it. Um, yeah. I think there is something there. And it, and, it, and it is, again, not unlike John Doe, where, yeah. you know, when he's when they find the sloth pictures, he goes, oh, my God, he's been doing this for a year. You know, mm -hmm. this takes this takes time and precision. This is a man, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And there is that element here. And then, obviously, mm -hmm. the bit, the best thing about the sequels, um, which I've watched on sleepovers and all that sort of thing, and obviously <laughs> the, Your, the Your Movie 6 video, is, mm -hmm. is Toby Bell's performance. That's yep. just one for the ages. Yeah. And obviously, he's ingrained... I, I tell you what I did watch, the last Saw movie I watched. I watched Spiral in the cinemas because that was... Yeah, like, I remember you telling me. That came out like the week some COVID rule allowed yeah. cinemas again or something. I can't remember yeah. what it was. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yeah, cinemas are back. Saw. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna <laughs> Like, it's going to be fun and, and it, you know, it's going to be wacky and there's going to be ridiculous twists. And then it was just so boring. Yeah. Because they tried to make it simple again. And it was just like, no, it's definitely that guy. It's definitely the right. guy from. Was Jigsaw good? I well, didn't see. I haven't good. seen. I, I haven't seen Jigsaw. Right. Okay. Um, but also, here's the thing. I just don't go in for the gores and gore and gizzards thing. Oh yeah, neither really. I enjoy <laughs> the final destination to an yeah, extent. I love. I love how camp is. Yes. Yeah. But then it's that typical thing of. You're just going against completely what the original, <laughs> what the original was all about. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of those big horror franchises like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the Thirteenth. And the reason mm -hmm. that for me Friday the Thirteenth and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street have a better longevity mm -hmm. is because they jump the shark quickest. Yeah, like Nightmare on Elm Street from the off is this fantastical absurd nightmare yeah and so when all of the sequels obviously all the sequels then end up adding a bit of comedy but it's always a dark comedy mm -hmm. and friday the 13th the first one's very bare bones and all that but then come part three yeah come part three part four jason is now this mythical monster um yeah and so it jumps the shark whereas Halloween jump well well depends how you look at it. Technically, it jumps to shark at uh, season of the witch part three, but that's mm -hmm. a different matter. But when Halloween gets ridiculous, it's part five and part six. Yeah, when the the curse of the thorn or whatever comes in. Right. Whereas with this, it is a gradual thing again. You know, the traps have to be bigger; they have to be more expansive. But as it yeah. goes on, for me, it's not that they get more gorier. It's that it, it's more ridiculous. How can this one man... Well, obviously, mm -hmm. eventually, we get different jigsaws and all that sort of crap. Yeah. And obviously, Amanda becomes a jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> In the second one, that's the big, it's the big twist of this second one. Um, but there, are, there is all the inklings of where this series will go in this mm -hmm. first one. 
Yeah. And I, did, say- I didn't I didn't know before watching this last night that um the doll actually showed up in this one. I always oh, assumed, you thought there was a yeah. I thought it was a thing that was, that happened like in the sequel and not like um in the very first film. Well, this so, is the thing. I think yeah. arguably you wouldn't have the doll in the rest of the movies if it wasn't for the twist of this one. Yeah. You need the doll in this one because you can't reveal that it's Tobin Bell because he's yeah. laid in the middle of the floor. So yeah. it's one of those things. And, and also that's why the pig mask gets brought in mm-hmm. because you can't reveal that it's Tobin Bell. Yeah. Like these are these um, now pretty iconic. Oh, did I yeah. Or the, yeah. Um, these pretty iconic horror images that have only come about because of the plot of this and the twist of this first film. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of loses its way. Well, I guess, yeah. no, I guess it does make sense because technically um, it has to be the doll because if they do survive, then um, then you have to, then yeah. can't reveal his identity. But I think it's where the franchise goes. And even this first film, that I don't even think about people surviving these traps ever. No. That's the thing. That's the inherent. Yeah. That's the inherent um, game and question of this film. And mm-hmm. I never think of it as a 50-50 chance. I never think of it as, oh, people can actually survive these. I always just go, oh, this is how they're gonna die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's good that um, in this one, well, well, Amanda lived, and then uh, also Lawrence at the end. <laughs> Never to be seen again for a reason until the final movie, for reasons mm-hmm. which um, I will explain later. Oh, um, let's get into the actual structure of these um, shows. Ten-minute stretches. I've got the opening, mm-hmm. which, as I previously said, feels like it, its own short film, um, yeah. and, and it's just very effective. And this is mm-hmm. where Carrie Elwes is doing a somewhat good job. Um, then the bear trap. Yeah. which is just one of those immediately iconic um, scenes. I think Amanda's performance is rather good. Um, and also this is one of the bits where Danny, where Danny Glover's good as well. Later on, he'll get a bit ridiculous. But here, as just a grizzled detective, I mean, he's basically just rigs again. Yeah. <laughs> for a lethal weapon. I, yeah. I would not be surprised if halfway through he just went, I'm too old for this shit. You know, like, it's, it's ju- he's just doing rigs. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Poor uh, Ken Long. Poor Agent Singh. Oh my God. <laughs> but at least he has driven insane Danny Glover to avenge him. <laughs> when he... We're going to close we're, this one, Singh. We're going yeah, to close this one. <laughs> <quote that one. laughs> we're going to close this thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's when he starts <laughs> chuckling. I go, oh no, this is the bad guy. This is the bad guy. He got thrown off the force because he kept chasing me. <laughs> We're gonna close this, this film was so funny. It, I, uh, what, what right? Um, so what you just, want? Can I just mention? Um, I wrote Adam is stupid. Um, yeah. With the with the toilet. Why, why do you go oh, straight for the bowl? <laughs> that's one of my specific favorite parts. Like immediately, like, just really? like hand in the shitty toilet for no reason. Yeah. And then he's just like. I wish you'd have checked in there first. <laughs> um, and then um, you you have uh, Harold Emerson watching, and you can 
if you, if you if you know him, you, you could tell it's his voice, and not Saul's. Yeah. yeah. It, um, also, it's that thing of like, oh god, go on. But he's wrapped in the cloth, kidnapping. <laughs> And, all right, here's the thing so at that time he's a quote-unquote unknown so you don't know his voice mm-hmm. and it's yeah. the same thing with tobin bell um even though he's uh he's in the firm he's he's uh yeah. in, he's in the firm and oh what's the other mm-hmm. movie he's in he's in like another movie really young um a movie that i love mm-hmm. uh um, mm-hmm. let me check. i'm going to get this for you now um the oh, what's that guy from he's ed wood isn't he uh, he's in the verdict, Tootsie. The verdict, Tootsie. No, it's the verdict. No, it's not the verdict. The verdict is Mississippi the, is... burning. I want to check. Goodfellas. Good yeah, he's the patrol. He's one of the parole officers. Where he comes in, he goes, "I'm ready for you." And then they're talking about the coke. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, parole officer. Okay, yeah." <laughs> this is what I was. Ah, oh, this is what I was going to say. Yeah, this. Um, the guy. Yeah. Um, the guy who's in the trap when they come and find the lair. Um, oh, yeah. Where yeah. Singh dies. That's the doctor from Ed Wood who has to cover his face to be Bella Lugosi. <laughs> really? I, I, knew, I knew that face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Toby Bell, but you've not, you don't really know his name. Yeah. All the, his uh, uh, voice. You don't, you, don't, you don't see him really like on the floor. Like, you, well, obviously you see a body, but you can't really yeah. tell it's him. And no. obviously, I, I knew the twist beforehand, and you never yeah. get a good look, really. No, that's that's the one I was going to say. Malice. He's <laughs> the fake out killer in Malice with Alec Baldwin mm. and Nicole Kidman and Bill. I'm going to do Malice on this fucking show. Yeah, of course, of course. Soon. Nicole I Kidman. love Malice. <laughs> Nicole Kidman, like the absolutely incredible. But that's Alex's movie. The moment the, the you have no idea. I have shown Malice to two people. Mm-hmm. Both times they have come back with. I don't know whether you'll take this as a compliment or not, but you are Alec Baldwin in Malice. And, <laughs> and, a, and one of them was an actor. And so I don't know whether it's my acting type or whether they mm-hmm. think I'm a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> but there's the famous God Complex monologue, which um, I can't do by heart, but I can do close. Uh-huh. If you're asking who they were praying to, they weren't praying to God. God was in surgical room 2-5. You asked, do I have a God complex? No. Let me tell you something. I am God. And this little <laughs> charade is over. Uh, and, of course, uh, Nicole Kidman and Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. And Anne Bancroft, isn't it? Anne Bancroft is one of the best one-scene performances. Welcome to the game. I, <laughs> a, a line I just, just took mm-hmm. wholesale for a recent script I wrote. Uh, and then people will go, oh, it's Malice. Or they just won't know. Um, but I love Malice. I love Malice. Mm-hmm. I love Malice. One of those early Sorkin scripts. And then later oh. on, Sorkin uses the same line he does in that Malice. Basically, it's this whole big speech from Alec Baldwin, and he's talking about how great he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I, I came top in my class in Harvard Medical School, and I'm never sick at sea. And then later on in Charlie Wilson's War, Philip Seymour Hoffman is doing this whole thing where he's like, I'm a great FBI guy and I'm never sick at sea. <laughs> it's like, you're just doing malice, Aaron Sorkin. I, yeah. I can see this. So well, this... Oh, God. No, no, fair enough. Free if it like works, it. yeah. If yeah. It works, if it works. The <laughs> Aaron Sorkin cinematic universe. <laughs> um, 
And then, of course, best 10-minute stretch is undeniably the ending. Mm -hmm. um, Jay, do you have any uh, best 10-minute stretches? Uh, no, I probably agree with all of that. Um, yeah. uh, there was also the bit where you find out that Adam is a private investigator, oh. which was which was all right. Which is fun, yeah. Which um, yes. is a good load of good twists all the way through. Yeah. Like yeah. the detective tap reveal is just really solid, and I'd completely forgotten that part. You know, mm -hmm. like who hired you? Who hired you to take photographs? And obviously, you're thinking it's going to be Zep or it's going to be just some guy. And then he's like, "No, he's a tall black guy with his with a slip." He's like, "Oh, a really good, really good little twist. Really good little twist." Yeah. Um. We didn't even talk about the box office. We talked about the budget, 1.2 million. This goes on to make 103.9 million dollars. Mm -hmm. And of course, they fast track the sequel, which then comes out a year later in 2005. Um, and over and over, it's sort of um, year, year after year, year after. They tried to do year. What am I even saying? Uh, year yearly and uh, they sort of succeed uh, it opened in the united kingdom to 2.2 million um mm. in 301 theaters it is the second lowest growing grossing saw film however in the series after saw six at the time it became the most profitable horror ho profitable horror movie since scream 1996 which um, we will be talking about as previously mentioned uh later in the series it went up against Ray and The Grudge mm -hmm. and uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 as well, Michael Moore. Wait, which, which Grudge? The Grudge. Uh, oh, I think it's the, the, it'll be the Sarah Michelle Gellar one, won't it? Is it, is it the yeah the, Sarah, yeah, the American Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently was produced by Sam Raimi. Isn't, isn't this the one where it was literally remade by the same... Uh, yeah, the writer and director who was literally hired again from that thing. Oh, yeah. After the success of The Ring, another K-horror film. Um, which brings us to what's next on the stall, shall we do? Ooh, the poet, and I didn't know it. Um, oh, the Katrina Unit one-star review corner. Got to do this. Okay, let's have a look at these. Well, I presume it's just going to be I don't like blood and stuff. Um, this movie is awful. It is a remake of a short film. The short film is very scary. This one is just awful. It has an awful storyline. It also has an awful ending. It has nothing to do with being scary. Do not waste your time. Do not waste your money. Do not see this movie. The movie is an overrated pile of poo. Good actors wasted their talent being in this awful movie. Good? Uh, yes, good actor. <laughs> good actor, known good actor, Carrie Elwes. I want to talk about Carrie Elwes because we keep throwing him under the bus. So yeah. obviously he's excellent in The Princess Bride because uh -huh. he's this, you know, suave and I can do this, uh, you know, English accent. Ooh, it's uh -huh. very suave. And also he's very funny in Robin Hood Men in Tights. But uh -huh. both, both of those times he's playing on this Errol Flynn He's playing on this Errol Flynn, ha-ha, I'm the best, I am Errol Flynn, which, of course, works very, very well. Mm -hmm. When it comes to genuine, real portrayals of uh, people... <laughs> what, chopping I, the legs off? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd also give a shout out to his performance in Kiss the Girls, which also falls into this 90s, um, you know, everybody's got to be a serial killer movie, um, where you're not going to watch Kiss. Mm. Well, I've already kind of revealed it by saying there's a spoiler. Mm. He's the killer and he's really, really good. Right. Um, he's really, really good in that. Um, yeah. Oh, it was in series three of the uh, of Stranger Things. Did you watch that series, Jay? Or... Yes. Was he good who, in that? Who was he? He was the mayor in series three. Oh, he was all right. He was all right. Uh, yeah, the kind of creepy mayor, I think. Oh, who was he creepy with? Uh, I think he was having an affair with his secretary or something. Yeah, he, it, it wasn't like a huge, huge part. But he was like, you know, a supporting yeah. character. Yeah. He gets He's also, face. you know, my probably one of my favorite Carrie Elwes performances is in um, Cradle Will Rock as John Houseman, where again he's playing up that British voice. And mm -hmm. he's going, I'll fuck it all. And he's, you know, he's talking <laughs> to Orson Welles. Uh, very, very enjoyable. Film. He's I aged like well. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a, I think the the young kids would call him a. I was going to say <laughs> daddy. I don't like this at all. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should add have a new category called thirst, thirsty, mm -hmm. thirsty, and we the and thirsty I, category. The thirsty category, and I like trying mm -hmm. to find the weirdest thirst tweets for the most mm -hmm. random. I bet you like just w without a shadow of a doubt. I'm going to do this uh. now. Tobin no. Bell will have a whole. Oh, Tob definitely, definitely. Tobin Bell, thirsty tweets. I just, I don't know what is going to come up here. Okay, here we go. I love this. Oh, this is just Tobin Bell retweeting Dan Rather. I love the smell of democracy in the morning, and he's gone. Tell him, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, you want to know? Um. An actor who I found out my girlfriend finds very hot. Lee Winnell? No, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In In No Way Home. Um, she hasn't seen it yet, but in the original Spider Man. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's like considering that one of the first films we watched together was The Lighthouse. I don't know how to feel about. <laughs> Does I? Your girlfriend is a very very smart woman. Yes. He looks very different. In did she know that that's him in The Lighthouse? Yes. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Light Sleeper. Maybe maybe don't be there for it. Yeah. We, but... we haven't we haven't watched Wild at Heart yet either. Oh, that is wow. <laughs> He eventually gets rapey, but for a long time in that, he's quite a sexy guy. <laughs> um, well, that's going to be a fun one. Um, yeah. uh, so then it brings us to um, what's next on this little show we do? I said that earlier and I'm right, <laughs> and I've done it exactly the same way. Soundtrack Corner. Uh, we've touched mm -hmm. on it. It can't be underestimated how much of a bop Hello Zep is. <laughs> Hello, Zep. Oh, that's what it's called. Oh, do, do, yeah, do. that's do 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 do. That's why it's called that. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's Bob. 
It also has some like hardcore nineties, yeah. hardcore two thousands. Like, <laughs> Pitbull Daycare. That's one of the tracks. It uh, Psycho Pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear Factory. Uh, Fear Factory with Bite the Hand That Bleeds. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the the music and the editing on like when you see the other uh, traps was was something <laughs> yeah big uh not a big fan of a lot of the aggressive editing yes yeah. uh, <laughs> also um I, th- I think after after lawrence leaves the room there's like it rapidly edits yeah uh, him still being in the room so calm down. Like okay. it's okay when it's a bear trap, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, what's happening here?" Like that's arguably the one that works the best. The super yeah. super fast yeah, spin around. around. Yeah, that's that works. But then, like half the time, it's just <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's that usual suspects aesthetic, because like you get that obviously in the usual suspects, the final reveal and. Mm-hmm. all the flashing back and all the flashing back and in this you, you even get flashbacks to what three minutes before yeah yeah these are the true. rules you i have to kill you it's the rules it was like yeah i just saw that <laughs> three minutes ago oh, the, the amount of times it plays like the voiceover of tobin bell reading the cigarette um it's a, at- that much poison crushing through your face <laughs> it's like yeah, okay. And also, yeah, anyway. Right, here are a couple of people from the Saw 2 soundtrack. I very much doubt that half of these people are actually in the movie, but this feels mm-hmm. like a this feels like you know we're gonna just go big or go home. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson, the used, mud vein, blood simple, papa roach, pucifier, mm-hmm. skinny puppy, a band called Pain. The Legion of Doom, Revolting oh Cocks, Opiate for the <laughs> Masses. Where do they like hardcore? Hardcore room. This is so like early 2000s, like grungy kind of metal, kind of, you know, like rusty aesthetic. He said, uh, oh, here we go. We have a review from Johnny Loftus of All Music. He gave it three out of five stars. He said that Closer really nails it with his creaky, clammy score and that he understands that Saul's horror only works with a heady amount of camp and he draws from industrial music in the same way. I think that's fair enough. I think the music is arguably one of the things that makes this film work. Yep. Yep, definitely. Um, Best set is obviously uh, the room. Yeah. Yeah. So there's an original pitch where this was set in an elevator. Again, I think that can only, that can be put down to uh, budget, them trying to make just the cheapest idea that they can. It's very simple. They could only afford one room, so they came up with an idea that would keep them in that room. Um, And go... Imagine they they were trying to record a serious horror film and an elevator just kept on going up and down. <laughs> Did you ever see Devil? No. No. Okay. <laughs> elevator. Um, 
best single minute. Mine's the card. Mine's the candle game. I think that's the most interesting game. Hmm. What about you? Best single minute. Uh, probably the pet trap. Amanda. Yeah. Okay. Best line. <laughs> God, I need to find some. I've. I you just want to. Is there's is a couple. Clearly, they thought I'm going to make Adam the uh, the comedic relief character. Here are just <laughs> three lines by Adam. My last girlfriend was a feminist, vegan punk, who broke up with me because she thought I was too angry. Then here's one. I'm having a blast. This is the most fun I've had without lubricant. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Comes out of the blue. And then finally, I don't give a crap if you've covered yourself in peanut butter and had a 15-hooker gangbang. It's like, yeah. who speaks like this? And what, what is it? What is it with, like, screenwriters like and uh, <laughs> directors, like Tarantino and stuff, giving themselves, like, the worst characters with the worst <laughs> lines. Well, that's its whole. That's a whole conversation. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, do I have a sign? And yeah. uh, that's all I'm going to quote. Um, yeah. what, what's your name? Oh, this is from this, from Saul. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, oh, yeah. What's that yeah. from? <laughs> what's your name? My name is very fucking confused. What's your name? So yeah. oh, oh, he's uh, straight away. He's quippy. This guy's oh, funny. He's, this... he's he's funny. I get this guy. He's a funny <laughs> guy. Hello, Mister Hindle. Or as they call you around the hospital, Zep. <laughs> they never explain why no. his nickname is Zep. No. Now nicknames, you know, people come up with you know nicknames. Nicknames happen for a multitude of reasons, but what? Mm -hmm. But this guy has no friends, quote unquote. So it's not like a friendly nickname, and also it's not like a mean nickname, like Smelly or whatever, the Smelly Janitor. So who? Zep. Or is it called your other hospital? Zep. It's like okay, <laughs> who's calling this guy Zep? Anyway, that's its own matter. Any other uh, best lines, Joe? Yeah, uh, I went to bed in my shithole apartment, and I woke up in an actual shithole. Yeah. Hey, look at that toilet. I'm gonna just dive right in there. Wait a minute. Shouldn't we wait for some clues? No, no. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got. What's the change? Let's do what's the change because this is gonna go on for a while. I feel because. <laughs> You know, you can pull a string and it all comes tumbling down. However, I feel that this is quite necessary here. So here are some of the issues that your movie sucks had, which I noted again, and they all came flooding back to me. So like the key and the bathtub. Mm -hmm. How is there any possibility that he can stop that key from going straight down the tube? Yeah. Although I have a feeling that he wasn't. Like, I don't, I don't think he was supposed to get out. Okay, then. I think Adam was there only to get killed. But that defeats the, the whole jigsaw purpose. Yeah, well, no, because he because he, he kills other innocent people, I swear. And plus, like, if, it, if it's for someone's game. Somebody else's it, game, and he's just, yeah. you, you take photos. Yeah. 
because because the the main thing he says to uh, Lawrence is to kill um, Adam, and I don't think he ever gives Adam a way to get out the room. Does he? Well, the key. I guess he could saw through his own. I guess he could saw through his yeah. own fuzz. Yeah. But That's then true. he breaks the saw, doesn't he? When he's like so angry. But then again, they could just pass the other saw. Yeah. That's the movie I want to see them struggling through a hallway, both of them losing blood. It's like, and really pale makeup. Yeah. Uh, Danny Glover arrives and goes, This place is haunted. And he shoots them both, thinking that they're ghosts. It's like, ah. The ghosts of Jigsaw are coming to haunt me. What? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so why why do the people in pig masks make pig noises? This is a huge thing. I, I, <laughs> b- people in human costumes, so humans in, in people in human costumes, oh, like the government. No, the um, people, yeah, humans in monster costumes making sounds always annoys me. Uh, and, and, and it annoys me also when it's like in the soundtrack and it's like <laughs> oh come on because if that's actually them then it's ridiculous it's like <laughs> did you just make a fucking pig noise like, head. yeah just one time I just want somebody to call them out Um, no water gets in the back pocket and ruins the tape I know it was in a bag but mm. I want to just you know Grab a tape now, put it in a plastic bag, and put it in my bathtub just to just to see. Because I very much doubt. Also, the bit where they're uh, fighting over throwing the cassette to one another. I don't know why we can't help each other. Okay, here's here's the thing. Why do they throw everything instead of sliding it? Yeah, I know. I know. I thought like he literally just just every single time. And the key, the key. Carrie always keeps going. Oh. Yeah. And then he just throws it. And he's just like, that's gonna bounce any number of places. Just slide it, you numpties. Um would they really let Gordon hear the testimony of Amanda? No. Yeah. We've got no, uh, we've not. we've got somebody in. I'd like you to hear this testimony. Yeah. Also, also, like normally in all the in all the um videotapes that or audio tapes he tells them why they're here yeah like but with amanda he doesn't we find out from the yeah we find yeah. out from from the exposition because they wanted to and you are a that. drug addict aren't you amanda you are in fact you are in fact a drug addict yeah <laughs> an opiate. like that's i if i was jigsaw i'd just be like oh this is really cool because i've given him opiates and now that's how you're gonna get out. It was like I'd I'd have to say that. I was like, he is dying from an opiate overdose. <laughs> Just like you. Save this yourself. Could be you. Yeah, this could be you. He puts a wig <laughs> on the guy. <laughs> he puts a wig and a little print out of her face and goes, Look at matter, it's you. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get it? And, and and then it pans down to uh just to to get the point across to the track marks on her on her arms. Just to make sure. Yeah, in case you missed that she used to be a drug addict. I don't want you to know that she's like. Which brings us to Jigsaw's morals. Here are a couple of of things that he doesn't like. Adultery. Mm -hmm. Drug addiction. Mm -hmm. 
suicidal depression. Mm-hmm. You now have to cut. You now have to cut your wrists to get out and live. So these are three wildly different. Like, <laughs> I guess sure they all come down to people unsatisfied with their lives. Yeah, or or not finding like, um, not appreciating them. Yeah. yeah, and a man dying of a brain tumor, looking at a suicidal person, would in some ways presumably be angry. Yeah, I, I, I always find it very funny. In the, it, it's in the Your Movie Sucks video when he's talking about like I think it's the sixth movie, and there's just a guy who keeps smoking even though he's got lung cancer, and he's like, "You've been told that you have lung cancer, but yet you keep smoking." He's <laughs> like, "What? The, come on!" So now we're just smokers, <laughs> just any smoker. That's terrible. Like, oh my god. You need to stop smoking, man. <laughs> um, I, I could do bad jigsaw drafts all day when he's like writing out the first draft before he he's just like <coughs> oh damn, sorry. And like he leaves the coughing in. I just want one take where he's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw one away. I'm just gonna play with one. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm gonna do that one again. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry guys, sorry, okay, here yeah. we go again. Yeah. Amanda. Like he, he left the coughing in the first in the in the one to Lawrence as well. Yeah. He's like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> Do you get it? I'm the coughing guy. I'm the coughing guy. I'm John. <laughs> I'm John. Um you're so, you're so selfish. You didn't even acknowledge me or realize I was your patient. And also, follow your heart. How yeah. the hell does he hear that from the other side of the room? Yeah. yeah. And also, why doesn't he just go? Um, yeah. Follow your heart. Why does it have to whisper at the end? Also, also the best uh, performance of someone being poisoned I think I've ever seen. I didn't mind that because <laughs> in real life, sorry, not in real life, in the movie, Adam's not an actor. I didn't yeah, mind, yeah, I didn't yeah. mind that. That's true, that's true. But then there's also being... But also I feel... Well, yeah, that's another matter. That's... Yeah. <laughs> and then... Near the end, Dr. Lawrence gets electrocuted and he starts foaming at the mouth. I know different, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know different people have different medical conditions, but that they seem like wildly different reactions yep. to the... Um, yeah. Um, before we get back to what's the change, I forgot to say my specific favourite parts. The lights turning on, I think that's uh, some of the best mm-hmm. of the aggressive editing and really brings us into the world. Zepp's yeah. eyes wide open response to, thank you, Zepp, when he just goes... Thank. And he just walks away. Uh, the Detective Tap reveal, which we talked about, the, I'm going to kill you, son of a bitch! Ali! <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Ali! Ali! It sounded like, Ali! Ali! Uh, Tobin getting up. Like, that's a genuine favourite part. And then the screams continuing over the credits for a little while um, yeah. is also just very haunting. Um which brings, which brings us any specific favorite parts yourself? Um, I liked when they the detectives found his like base. Mm. Um, and uh, he's already got the little the little diagram of the of the room. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, th- yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, and then it was very creepy when the guy moved under the cloth as well. Yeah, yeah. nice reveal. Um, so back to what's the change? The bad marriage flashbacks are atrocious. Yeah, 
I mean, I like Monica Potter. I'm a big Con Air fan. But this was really bad. Yeah. The writing, is. just everything was terrible. And I, does he, like, I, I, don't, I don't think the, the cheating with the, with the, um, but, oh, God. Because you see her earlier in the film. Hmm. It's like his secretary, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Assistant or something. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if that was like no 100 percent Because it also seems miserable with, with her. And I guess that's yeah. the point that sometimes that's how it ends up. But um yeah. and there was also <laughs> terrible acting well well debatable, but <laughs> when he's typing on the computer, um yeah. It was so obviously fake. It's okay, I'm done. There's yeah. a moment in a short film that I was in mm-hmm. called The Female Gaze um, by two wonderful women who were also in my female in, in my female studies, in my film studies class. And um, and I was just I played Jeremy Hamo, mm-hmm. just the world's worst man, and he was homophobic and he was transphobic and he was he was just terrible. And then eventually the, the ending is that my, my fiance runs off with my gay sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just this delightful little short film. And there's a part in it where I'm like not looking and I, I've got a calculator mm-hmm. and just a random sheet of paper and I'm not looking and I <laughs> do some calculations on the sheet of paper. And I can't remember whether it's in the final film or whether it's in the outtakes, but... Um, mm-hmm. It felt like that, and that's not yeah. a thing that you should be saying about a movie that cost one million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably probably the worst uh, fake doing something else I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Let me just finish this paragraph. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also. What, I don't know whether it's a what's the change or whether it's, I think it's the script. I don't think it's Danny Glover's delivery. I think it's a bit mm-hmm. of both. We arrested a dentist. Didn't live far from here. He liked kids a bit too much. <laughs> so just because you've, raped, you've, you've arrested a pedophile dentist, you think that this doctor who lives on the same street yeah. could be Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know about that. Yeah, when they like, go, yeah, he's like, he, he's like the sewer runs yeah. everywhere or something like that. Sewer there. runs down these streets too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wish that he brought that up to Agent Singh, mm. where he was like, "Wait, what about that dentist? Do you think this is related? No, he was a dentist. This guy's a doctor. That means that means no, no. I don't think you understand. Um, <laughs> don't think you quite get it." Um, when he goes, I want to see him, I want to see him. That's why they, you know, they move away from the elevator. And that's yeah. why you can... And then they never just take the hood down once. No. And they never see under the hood once. No. It goes on for so long with that hood up. Yeah. Um, anytime you um, set up a flashback by having somebody look off longingly and say, I remember everything now. That's not a good. That's not a good sign. No. That is not a no. good sign. 
And then no. Elweather's uh, phone performance uh, is just abysmal. I have yeah. no idea what the hell <laughs> is going on. Uh, anything left from your notes, Jake? Uh, one second. I'll get them back up. In the meantime, I'll, I'll uh, anything left from my notes. Um, so it works as a red herring, but then once you know the twist, it doesn't work at all. When Emerson's got his creepy gloved hand and he's watching the camera and he goes, I can see you. Yeah. Uh, I don't, don't talk to me. I can't help you. It's like, why are you enjoying this? You're also in a game. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he, he is a bit weird. He's a bit weird, but also he's yeah. not. He's not. Uh, yeah. yeah. I do like Michael Emerson. Um, like Michael Emerson. Yeah. Yeah. I have, like, he's in a lot of TV shows. I don't know if you've seen Lost or Personal Interest. I haven't seen Lost. Um, oh, of course he was the old guy in old. Oh, Jesus Christ, they were all old. Oh, I, I hate myself so much. Um, the old guy in old, when they all end up old. Um, did you ever play the video game, Jay, of Saw? No, but I watched YMS play it. Yeah, that, that was with have, Detective Tap. Have, have you... Have you... Watch no, that or an, no. oh my god, you should. It's very funny. The YMS playing it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me add that to my saw the game. Um there's two. Yeah. Anyway. Um yeah, I well, yeah, no, I never really went in for the whole video game. Well, no, I did for a while, yeah. but then I, uh, I sort of fell off. I sort of, sort of fell off that train. Um, and it, did you find your notes? Anything left? Nope. We covered it all. Which brings us to Tom's big question. Uh, get that up. I, so, watching this again. Will you head deeper and deeper into um, the world of uh, Saw, or are you are you one and done? Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind watching the other ones because this one was pretty funny, uh, but I don't think I'd go out my way. Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah. If it was like a late night. Yeah, I could watch. Yeah. I could see us doing a marathon. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Not, not a exercise marathon. I could never see. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, which brings us to Tom's big question: Jigsaw's commitment to the bit, laying down that whole time. Oh my god! What a king! And then they yeah. try to throw it away by replaying the Dina Meyer bit, where he goes, "You like to have a front row seat? Oh sure. There's a big yeah. difference between a people." Yeah. There's a big difference between a people and laying there. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. is Tobin Bell the entire time. They didn't have the budget for a realistic dummy. And he mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And so it, so this guy never pees. Nope. Gonna no, I mean, farts, burps. He was prepared. <laughs> He's catheted. He catheted himself. Yes. What a king. What a king. Did Jigsaw <laughs> fill that toilet himself? Oh God! Like that's probably, just, probably, yeah. 
Although um, I, <laughs> I don't know if he thought anyone would be stupid enough to put their hand on it. Well, yeah. I, I could just hear him going, <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, I can't, no, it must have been not. No, I didn't hear that. <clears throat> um, so this is what I want to talk about. Lee Winnell is by far the best actor in, best performance in this. Um, apart from Tobin Bell, but obviously that's its own thing. And mm -hmm. um, But his, his acting work is, of course, very limited. Um, he was he was in Death Sentence apparently as Spink. Um, I don't, yeah, these, these seem to just be minor roles. So I and then obviously he's a filmmaker again now. He's he made um, uh, he wrote and directed um, The Invisible Man, which I yeah. thought was very 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 good until the last ten minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. An upgrade, which I still haven't seen, is did you like Upgrade? Did you watch Upgrade? Uh, wait, is Upgrade the one I haven't seen it, but apparently it's actually very good. Mm. Um, I think it's one of those cult cult films. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked Invisible Man. I thought that was good. Um, which brings us to our next big question. Um, so right, so we know. Let's say that there are no sequels. Yeah. And let's answer this question. Does Lawrence come back? Does he pass out in the hallway? And here's my biggest thing. Does Jigsaw kill Lawrence when he just has to walk past him in like five minutes? Jigsaw's just uh, leaving. No. no, he'd probably talk to him. Oh, hi. Oh, no. Hi. Jigsaw must sneak out some other way. But... Yeah. Does Lawrence just die? And also, if he gets out, surely he would just come back for Lee Winnell. So it's not game over, really. Lee yeah. Winnell just... Like, watching this time, I thought, why is he screaming so much? All he has to do is wait. How come... You, you've seen them all, right? Kind of, yeah. Does it, exp does it explain why he doesn't go back for Adam? Well, he becomes a he becomes one of the yeah. final jigsaws. He's back. He becomes a villain. The they explain how he cauterizes the wound because there's like some steel manufacturing hot hot girder, and he puts <laughs> that again. He puts his foot against that to cauterize it. Mm -hmm. But then he's just like evil. So no, they don't really explain why they why. Um, no, maybe they do. Saw fans come for right. me. I I, you know. Did I... Oh, I didn't put that in the thing. Um, yeah, saw fans come for me. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Um, which brings us to uh, a few fun facts. Um, if I can get the bloody things up. Um, here we are. A few fun facts. I don't want my COVID pass. Thank you. The entire film was filmed in 18 days in okay. chronological order for, well, the bathroom scenes anyway, um, right. to build attention. So originally it was intended for a straight to video release. However, after positive screenings, it was given the nod to become a premiere film. Good choice. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it led to years of horror. Um, Jigsaw's puppet was completely made from scratch by the film's creators. It was not bought at a store. 
or a puppet that was altered. Mm. And obviously, dead silence is nothing but puppets. Mm. Puppets and puppets. Silence and is crap. Dead silence is very, very bad. Yes. Um, I'm going to. How many days did Danny Glover complete all of his scenes in? Is, is he, he asking? I'm asking. Um, I don't know. Two. Two is spot on. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't. I can't see him spending a lot of time. I don't get it. This movie's about a trap. <laughs> it's like it's like the seven. It's like seven. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's probably probably saw probably salt in his wounds because uh, Danny undoubtedly if they didn't get Morgan Freeman they would have gone down the list yeah um, <laughs> and and eventually got to other grizzled character actors of the time and eventually found Danny Glover and uh, or maybe he thought of it the other way around and he was like mm-hmm. oh this is this is my seven <laughs> maybe seven, seven only took two days didn't it. They go, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, Danny, come over here and uh, look at this <laughs> guy wrapped in barbed wire. Um, the ident- so obviously there's a little, there's the reverse bear trap design and diagram on in John's mm-hmm. book, just right there, just literally right there, uh, laughing at us almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, moving forward. So here's why Carrie Elwes wasn't in any movies until the last one. Carrie Elwes filed a lawsuit against the producers and the production company because he only received a nominal salary with back-end revenues. He claimed to have been promised 1% of the profit, which would be considerable since this film earned over 100 million globally. The case was finally settled, but mostly as a result of the disagreements, and Elwes chose not to be involved with any of the sequels until Saw 3D. Jesus. Which presumably... Um, he was given just loads of money for. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's Carrie Elvis for you. Ser- the series kind of died after 3D. Oh yeah, well 3D yeah. was the I last mean, one. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, no, no, because there's Jigsaw. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. of those yeah. of the original run, but then yeah. these new ones, and then um... yeah. And Jigsaw, so that's like a seven-year gap. Mm. A new legacy. Yes. Um, here we go. Tagline rundown, Jay. We've actually got loads. Oh. And I want you to choose what your favourite one is. This is probably mine. This is the Denmark tagline. Death is a shortcut. Pretty good. I, yeah. And then the rest are, let the games begin. Live or die, make your choice. I want to play a game. Oh yes, there will be blood. But the this came out in 2004. <laughs> if this came out the same year as There Will Be Blood, mm-hmm. that would be an incredible tagline. Yeah. This Halloween, he's pulling out all the stops. This makes it, that makes it sound like it's a big musical or something. <laughs> if it's Halloween, it must be sore. Uh, in Germany, Wessen Blut wird flieben? They don't have a. They don't have a. Uh, they don't. Okay. They don't have a translation. Every piece has a puzzle. What? <laughs> How much blood would you shed to stay alive? Okay. How do you solve a puzzle with pieces missing? That's good. Their saw isn't there to cut their chains. They are there to cut their feet. That's just a line from the film. <laughs> that's that's terrible. 
And then again, every puzzle has its pieces, which is a better version of every piece has its puzzle. <laughs> um, which brings us, oh, I've already done Tom's big question. I'm supposed to do it the other way around. How disappointing. Um, Jay, here's the real big question. Which film do you prefer, this or The Shining? Um, um, yeah, obviously The Shining. Obviously The Shining. Um, yeah. Which we... Uh, which will be coming out in about a, uh, a month and three days' time. Uh, no, that's wrong. 16 days' time. Oh, okay. Um, not in 16 days' time of regarding this. Yeah. But... 16 days' time of... We live in a we live in a we live in a void. Whenever I talk about the, whenever I talk about the podcast schedule, is the most lynching I get. Where it's yeah. like it's already come out, but it's been recorded. We live forever in the void. We live for <laughs> Ryan and David's episode of Forty Five Years was recorded in July, but won't come out until twenty twenty three. You know, it's all like it's all like people are immortal, and people will live forever. The previous episode will be recorded next week. Yeah. <laughs> People live forever in my um, podcast schedule. There is yeah. a Twilight, there is a Twilight, a boring Twilight Zone episode about a man's podcast schedule, which nobody, <laughs> nobody should write and nobody would watch. Um, which brings us to the end of Saw. Um, yeah. Thank you, Jay, for choosing Saw. I think uh, yeah. we both had a grand old time and I think... It's I don't mind upgrading it to Blu-ray. There's only a couple of quid, yeah. so yeah. I, I, I enjoy it. I rented it on the Xbox and watched it last night. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, well, we've learnt about... Um, we've learnt about... your girlfriend's crush on Willem Dafoe. Yep. We've learnt... That's the biggest thing we've learnt. Yeah. Uh, we've learnt about... Um, so many things and next time we're going to be learning about uh, The Shining, one of the best films ever made uh, so <laughs> that's just like without hyperbole um, Jay, it's a distinct pleasure do 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 hello Tom hello, bye bye Jay da 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 Ba 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 ba